the volume. It's Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco presented by FanDuel. It might be cold, but the sports calendar is heating up and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers, boosts, and more. When you win, you'll get paid incredibly fast. FanDuel has tons of ways to bet. You got the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can also combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and even try out the same-game parlay plus combining multiple bets within multiple games. And FanDuel is now live in Maryland. So use promo code MONACO and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. All right, welcome into another episode of the best gambling show ever on the Moneyline Monaco podcast. Make sure to check us out on Amazon Amp and Volume Sports YouTube channel. Alex Monaco chilling with Live Moods. Live, almost Christmas time. How are we feeling? We're feeling good. Um, we're feeling good. Yeah, it's been, it's weird. I forget about this weird upcoming Saturday that we have of yeah. game. It's a little confusing because I'm like breaking down all the games for the week and I'm looking and I'm like, wait, what time do they play at? Wait, what? Like it was, <laughs> I just, I totally forgot that we're kind of at that point where we're starting to get those holiday schedules a little bit. And we're going to start having some, uh, before you know, it, we're going to be handicapping the Christmas game. I cannot believe like my mom, I think it was last weekend. My mom's like, Hey, do you want to go to the mall? I'm like, for what? She's like, Christmas present. Christmas shopping. Like, oh, it's already that time. That's terrifying. So yeah, it just shows how quickly the season's moving and we're, you know, we're at the part of the year where people are trying to figure out is their futures ticket a, a bust or are they ready to sweat it out? So I'm excited to talk through this week and it's another week of crazy games. And I think I'm going to shock a few people with one of my bets today for sure. Let's go. All right. Well, let's get into Thursday night football. First and foremost, yeah. little NFC West dance up in the PNW lines moved. It was at three and a half. I know you locked it in already. It's now at three as we speak on Thursday. I guess Purdy's a little banged up. They they're signing Josh Johnson, but he's apparently going to go tonight. Purdy, but coming off an impressive win, and actually Brady's first loss ever to a rookie in his first start. So Brock Purdy going down in Tom Brady history here. Niners couldn't be playing better. You could argue that the Seahawks couldn't be playing worse, at least wins and loss wise in the last month. How do you see this one at three right now? I grabbed it at three and a half, and I'm really glad that I did. Um, nice. I'm on the Seahawks here, and I really was just chasing the number. I feel like three and a half, we've talked about it a million times on this show, betting a favorite at three and a half sucks. Yeah. Um, and more times than not, you're going to get your feelings hurt. So at three and a half, I loved the Seahawks. That's where I grabbed it at. It was really a spot to chase the number. But I will tell you, head-to-head -head with these two teams, the Seahawks have dominated. They have won outright four of the last five. So – it seems to be one of those division games where the Seahawks have a lot of fight in them. I do think that they are a very well-coached team. We know Pete Carroll uh, knows what he's doing. And so I, I like this to kind of be a bounce-back spot for the Seahawks team. They took a very um, uncomfortable and weird L to the Carolina Panthers, which I think was um, a bit of a shock to a lot of people. 
but this is an offense that can hang with the rest of them. I think Geno Smith in this spot, especially with that questionable quarterback situation on the other side of the ball, to me, Geno Smith is the stronger quarterback in this spot. He's a quarterback I trust more in this spot. Now, defensively, that's a whole nother conversation because this 49ers defense is insane. Um, but I do think that this Seahawks offense is good enough to hang with um, an offense with the 49ers right now that I am not taking away from what Purdy did against Tom Brady at all. But I will say, um, you know, well, I'd like to see him in a division spot. You know, it's a little – I think sometimes that adrenaline works in your favor to be thrown into a game and – up against a guy like Tom Brady, you just you're not thinking about anything. You just go and you do your job. I think as games progress, it'll be interesting to see what his role looks like, what he continues to do. But again, now we've got kind of a questionable situation. So glad I grabbed it at three and a half. I really was chasing the number there in a divisional game. We know how these primetime games are. They're weird. Um, they're close. They're low scoring. So I did like the three and a half at three now. I don't know what I would take, um, but I did get the Seahawks at three and a half. So that's my bet for tonight. I'm going to rock with the Hawks to get kind of a bounce back in this spot because, like I said, head-to-head -head in the last five, they have done very, very well. So back in the Seahawks at th with th uh, three and a half, but not sure what I like now that the line has moved a little bit. Yeah, it seems like the whole world's on the Niners, but the line's moving the other way. I, this is one of those it should we should go with the three and a half everything you spoke on head to head. I mean, Shanahan's three and eight against them in his career. That's not, that's just straight up and they're swallowing points tonight. I don't love that, but man, I, 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 I got a little cold on Seattle here, Liv. I don't know if this is a good football team or not right now. I mean, again, they're, they're kind of in that giants category where they came out with smoke and mirrors. Uh, they, they played way above their pay grade. Same with Atlanta starting to see those teams kind of even out. I mean, this is this is a team that had over under a five and a half, but I mean, I go back to that outing, that 27-7 routing. I mean, that was the lowest outing, uh, second lowest yardage-wise of Geno's year of 197 throwing. He didn't throw a touchdown that game. Right. And you're getting this Niners team literally dismantling opponents in the last six weeks defensively. They, they haven't given up a point in the second half in five of the six. I mean... Bosa dominates Seattle. He's got four sacks in his last three against them. This is really the the rookie on the road first test, pretty much. Like, right. is Purdy going to show up? But the Bucks live are a top five defense in almost every statistical category. They routed them 35-7. Yeah. So, I know there's no Debo tonight. That'll hurt. Uh, I, I hate going with the public. I hate going with the chalk. I, I'm going to lean. I'm going to lean the Niners. They got a chance to wrap up the division. You're probably on the right side, and I'm I'm very say, you cold. You don't seem entirely confident in your bet. I feel like this no, is because I liked three and a half. I liked three and a half yeah. yesterday. Yeah, and then I mean, you go head to head with these guys. Home teams covered four of the last five. It's the rule of betting divisional home dog with the points. I just, I don't know. I, I mean, again, it's it's a tough game because it's it two is. teams going different directions, but I think the Niners want to wrap up the division tonight. I really do. I think this team has got weird juju. And again, I've heard, uh, I've heard some people in, in the San Francisco media world saying if they run the table, this will be the most short lived Super Bowl victory of all times because they'll have three quarterbacks. That they'll be debating going into next off season, it's but it's crazy. I'm going to go with that. I do want to throw out a couple players real quick just on props for people. McCaffrey has scorched the Seahawks. 
Um, I, I got him in a little same game tonight. He scored two tugs in his last two against him and 206 total average yards in his last two outings and four touchdowns total. So no Debo, Christian extra touches, whether it's receiving, whether it's rushing, I think sprinkle on one of those. And then we got Tyler Lockett live on a historic touchdown run. Right now, he's caught one in seven straight. We're talking about Marvin Harrison, Jerry Rice. Some of the greatest ever have not, those two have, but some of the greatest ever have not done what T. Lockett has done here in the last calendar two months. So I got to go Lockett here. Six straight games with a tug. He's got eight tugs and 14 versus the Niners in his career. So yeah, I mean, just a handful of people have done what he's done. Gino loves him in the red zone. So I'm going to, I'm going to take that. And then a little over on C-Mac with rushing and receiving. Okay. I dig it. All right. Much more confident going into my picks for the weekend. Let's get into it. Fade or follow. Let's start with your picks. What do you got for us? Don't react. <laughs> Keep it to yourself, Monaco. Okay. So my first pick is in fact the Denver Broncos. I got oh them at two and a half. Yeah. I know it's disgusting. I it react. Disgusting. We have a uh, Russell Wilson that is concussed. I mean, the dude was practically unconscious on the field. But even if we don't get Wilson out there, I am confident in the steps that we saw this offense take last week. Listen, this is how you know you're a Broncos fan when you're finding positives in a division loss. Yes, <laughs> that is exactly what I was doing last week. However, Denver, I know, new year, new quarterback, very new situation. Denver has historically dominated in head-to-heads versus Arizona. This is a short week for AZ. There's no Kyler Murray. This Broncos defense forced three interceptions last game against Patrick Mahomes. So to me, Colt McCoy, as much as you love, hate him, whatever, if Patrick Mahomes is being defended in such a way that he's got three interceptions in one game, I'm feeling pretty good about what this defense can do against Colt McCoy. Um, I'm confident the same thing is going to happen for him. You know, he's, this is a tough, this is a tough defense to go up against. We have seen, um, uh, Justin Simmons has kind of like evolved within the last like couple of weeks in terms of being a game changer defensively for this Broncos team. Um, believe it or not, I actually hope that Russell Wilson is healthy because on that play where he got injured, we finally saw him playing with some grit. It wasn't about the tweeting, all glory to God. It wasn't about, oh, Broncos country, let's ride. It wasn't about high knees on the airplane. He was playing some freaking football. God (laughs) bless it. For a quarter of a billion dollars, I would hope that we're headed that direction. So we finally (laughs) saw a little fire from him. So honestly, I hope he plays. But if he doesn't, I don't mind what Brett could do in that spot. I'll take you back to um, the game. It was October, October 23rd against the Jets. Uh, he had 225 passing yards, only one interception, one sack. Um, he rushed for nine yards. He's had 24 completions on 46 attempts. He didn't have a bad game. And I think we saw Jerry Judy kind of stepping into himself a little bit last game. What I saw mostly from this Broncos team last week was a shift in the culture. It felt like this is a football team that can actually stand each other. They've actually got each other's backs. They're actually playing for one another. It wasn't a F.U. Wilson, get me the ball. It was, I don't know. The Broncos, to me, were taking a step in the right direction. This is a, a, a Cardinals team that is 
kind of in disarray right now. Um, they're headed to Denver. Lots of altitude here in Denver. Injuries on top of a really solid defense from the Broncos. I like them to win by at least a field goal. It's a terrifying bet, especially as a Broncos fan. You guys know what the season has looked like. Right now, the Broncos are just playing to play football. They don't. There's nothing on the line for them. So to me, that kind of may work in their favor in the last end of the you know the last half of this season um, as they try to build that culture and get ready for next season. So give me the Broncos minus two and a half. You fading or following? That was a heck of a speech. I'm ready. I, yeah, I'm ready for my Bronco. I'm ready for my Broncos pin and to vote Lib Moods into right. Denver Bronco Congress right. over here. Now, I, I mean, is it Brett? Is it? Is it supposed to be Kyler versus Russ? This is Brett versus Colt. I, it's a nightmare. You called me. You called me on it last week. I picked some gross games. I caught some else. This is disgusting, Liv. Why are we doing this? I picked a gross game. I'm, I did. I'm. I'm gonna follow though. I'm gonna follow. <laughs> The Cardinals are unwatchable, and uh, we yeah. both had them. I, I I tailed your parlay. That was awesome. The the live moods live stream, but we got screwed. You know, oh. Kyler non contact. So bad. I mean, this team already has bad juju. If we're talking bad vibes, the Cardinals actually are like one of three teams with potentially worse vibes. That's right. Goes right now, but Russ looked good. I mean, I, I agree. He looked like him old, his old self, echoing everything you said. Just played football. That was actually hilarious. Please say that again on another cast because that <laughs> was fun. Football, that's it. I finally saw Russell Wilson playing football. Who finally? <laughs> and maybe Sierra tweet about him for the first time this year. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll see. hopefully morale in the house is getting better. That's right. All right. I'm going to take another gross three and a half. <laughs> it's disgusting, but I'm back in one of the hottest teams in the league right now, Liv, going down to a unwatchable Tampa team that I've been very high on. And wrong on all year. I Are you did fade the them. Ship? Are you I'm not off the ship. I'm off the ship for the week. I'm off the ship for the week. Yeah, yeah. Brady is Brady is hot and bothered. I'm having as bad of a season back in the box as Brady is playing with the box. It's awful. But it is. listen to this. This Bengals team is the number one cover in the league at ten and three. Woo. You you go even further. This is insane because this is our colleague. The Bengals have covered 18 to 21, 18 to 20. It's the best 21 against the spread stretch in the history of the sport. Flip the Cincy Bengals, 18 of their last 21 and obviously not afraid to go on the road An unbelievable cover on the road. And they come in seven to one, their last eight winning five straight. I mean, they're not playing cupcake teams. They beat Mahomes, first team, only team to do it three times. You beat the Titans on the road. You go to Pittsburgh and beat Pittsburgh by seven. That's never easy. It's it's impressive what they're doing. And this Bucks team, off the second time they've scored less than 10, absolutely routed. This is another 55 pass attempt game for Brady here. He's three and eight all time in these games. It's the worst running team in the league. They can't run the football. Brady teams, historically, if they can't run the football, which is not often, he's screwed. So no, you're getting a Bengals team. Yeah, you just, we're getting a Bengals team. And again, I could go on and on here, but my gosh, since their win against the Seahawks in Germany, I thought they would turn it around. They've been dismantled. I mean, you look, you look unwatchable against the Panthers. It's just concerning, Liv. They're 28th in scoring. They're 21st in red zone percentage. This is a, a top, 10 Bengals top 11 run D they're going to stop the run. They're going to make Brady pass again. I don't see how the Bengals don't cover four points here. I'm swallowing the three and a half. I just, the Bucs are terrible right now uh, against 
a great Bengals team at the moment. I could be walking right into a three and a half trap, but it's one of those spots where I'll lose money on it if the Bucks somehow pull it out. You fade or following? Um, I'm going to follow you because I do think that you're betting the better team here, plain and simple. Um, golly, Joey Burrow is one fine mamma jamma. I mean, he <laughs> is a swaggy mofo. That's all I have to say. I watch this guy play football. First of all, he walks into the arena with swag. The outfits, the, uh, you know, the... The ladies love him. Let's cut right to the chase. The ladies love him. But then he gets a football in his hands. And it's like, this is a Bengals team that did not. I think nobody had faith in this Bengals team in the first, what, four weeks? It was like, e, yeah, what are we getting Super Bowl here? hangover. Yeah. And they have just completely revamped what they were doing and kind of shown us exactly the team that they were last season. I love Joe Burrow and this Bengals team. I absolutely love them. So I'm going to follow you because I think they're the better team. Do I like the three and a half number? Absolutely not. Because this just, rem- team- just remind yourself they've, they've covered one. The Bucks have covered one time in eleven games. One time. They're not covering. This, this to me is another one of those disgusting, creepy fourth quarter. All of a sudden, forty seconds left. You're kicking back, relaxing, thinking that your bet has hit, and Tom Brady's like, "You just wait. Here comes the Brady magic." Now the Brady magic comes. In, a, in just enough time to screw over your cover bet, but maybe not be enough for the Bucks, if that makes sense. Like, I could see it. The right. Bengals still walk away with a dub in this game because they are the better team and they fight harder for four quarters. But that lap, that fourth quarter Brady is creepy. Let's go. What do you got next? We'll see how you like this one. I'm backing them again, and I bet them last week, and they were the one bet for me that didn't hit. I went 2-1 and one last week. This was the one team that kind of hurt me. I'm going Steelers money line. Go big or go home, baby. I'm not wow. even taking the points. I'm going Steelers money line in this spot. We don't know the status of Pickett yet. However, I don't really care, and I don't really think it matters because the Steelers are running the ball really, really well. Um, that's something that Trubisky should be able to handle is just manage the game and, and, and run the ball. Everyone just needs to run the ball. They're doing it really, really well right now. I'm going to be honest. This feels like a massive overreaction to Carolina's win last week. Um, yes, Carolina won against a really strong offense, but the Seahawks can't tackle. I think my dog can tackle better than the Seahawks <laughs> can. So to me, them getting a win, yes, it's great, but I do think this number is a massive overreaction. This Steelers defense is not going to allow Darnold to do what he did last week this week. They're just not. TJ Watt, since TJ Watt's return, this is a top five defense against the run and the pass. So I'm not wow. sure what Darnold's going to do in this game, but I don't have a lot of faith. Another little interesting fact, Tomlin is a perfect 6-0 and against the spread and straight up as an underdog after a division loss. They just lost to the Ravens last week. This is the type of man that knows how to put the flame under his butt and go, that's not happening again. So I just don't think Darnold's going to be able to do the same thing that he was doing last week against a team that can't tackle versus a team that tackles really, really well. So I'm going big, and I'm taking the Steelers on the money line. I'm not even taking the points. I think they win this game outright. Tomlin loves being underestimated, and he loves being underestimated coming off of an L. This, to me, feels like an overreaction. Steelers money line, you fading or following. This is completely contingent on is it Mitch Palooza or is it Kenny Pickett? Because Mitch Mitch had to come in mid game last week. So if True. it's if it's Mitchie True Biscuits, I'm out. I'm out. I'm sorry. He's I Carolina Carolina D versus team. 
I can't do it. Uh, Carolina is is still in they're, they're As bad as they are, they're still in the playoff conversation because they play in the NFC South. That's what concerns me here. This is a big this is a big pass. But if Pickett is starting, I'm, I'm going to tell you because you do make an excellent point. Steelers off a divisional L to the Ravens. That means two times more and uh, an overreaction line for the Panthers. So I, I do like the the capping mindset here. I just don't trust Mitch. So Fair. we'll wait and see. All right. In my own backyard, I'm going Jets. They're plus one right now. So we'll take it. I like them to win, though. Um, Fandle's giving me one. I'll take the one over the Lions at home. Little little bit of teams going, I don't say fully different directions. But again, the Lions, six of their last seven, they're absolutely cooking. Jets, back-to-back L's for the first time all year. Believe it or not, they're 4-1 after a loss this season. This is a, I'm so excited to take the Jets here. And I'm a little nervous because Mike White and his ribs. And they did activate Zach, Zach Wilson. He's second string in this game. But this, to me, is a top, I'm going to say five defense, but statistically speaking, top 10 in every category, just about versus a California kid with a, with a, with a storm coming. Apparently a storm is coming. We're hearing it about Buffalo and Miami for Saturday, a California kid in an outdoor ruckus Northeast environment with a pissed off jets team that has to win in a pick em game. And it's all on golf because this team, they're top five in sacks. They're top six in, in overall points against with 18. They're a top four pass. D. Look what they've done against Josh Allen in two games. He threw for 145 last week. They're two for 13 on third downs. And he went for over 200 in the other game against them earlier in the year. And they split. I don't trust the Lions. I think, and I could be wrong here, we're, we're, we're looking at a club that Fans are falling in love with. People are like, you are, to your credit, a part of the restore the roar on the heater here. I have not been. I've been against the Lions. But I like what they're doing. I just, I have to remind myself this is a bottom two defense. They're .1 less points per game giving up than the Cardinals, this team team all year. They're not a trusted D. Yes, in the winning streak they are. But ultimately, after Okuda and Hutchinson, I like nobody. So... I got to back the better D at home against a guy that historically has not proven he can play in the cold outdoors on the road. So you fading or following the Jets. Follow, 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 follow. I love it. I love it. I actually was so close to texting our producer, Anaya, saying that Jets' money line was one of my picks. I love this. Um, Yeah. To me... It's hard because I don't want to discredit what the Lions are doing, but at the same time, I don't believe them. They feel like fakes. They feel like frauds. I'm sitting here going, how are they, like, how are you winning games? How are you hanging with a team like the Bills? It doesn't make sense to me. Defense is such an important aspect of a football game, and they don't play it. So it is, like, the most confusing thing in the world to me. I think... This is a great spot for this Jets defense to humble this Lions offense that has been very strong and very electric and very, you know, they score well. Um, This offense is not to be discredited at all. However, I think it's time for them to be humbled, and I think this Jets defense is the one to do it, especially a fired-up Jets team right now that is not, like, they're performing well but not well enough in the last two games. They're getting losses. I think it's just like one of those, like, okay, we got to get a win. This is like, we're not doing this anymore. Um, I do think the Jets also have a very interesting situation because to me, 
they do have three quarterbacks that can do what they need to do. Now, is one better than the other? Sure. But this this isn't a situation where if one of them goes out, I'm like <gasps> petrified. Like, I think that they all three can do what they need to do to stay in a game and or win a game because that defense is so strong. So right. I love this bet. I think it's a great bet. I'm following, following, absolutely following Jets Moneyline. I love Let's it. Let's go. All right, last but not least, what do you got? So this is an interesting one because I think there actually are going to be a lot of people that are on the exact opposite side of this bet. But I'm taking the over in the Jags-Cowboys game, over 47 and a half. This Jags defense, we've talked about it on this show. If you want, if you go episodes and episodes back, we talked about how threatening and powerful this defense was to start the season. That is no longer the case. They rank bottom 10 in yards per game. They're giving up an average of 27.2 points per game in the last five. They're just defensively, this team is no longer threatening. Um, And this Jags offense last week finally clicked. It was like, there we go. That's, that's a Doug Peterson ran offense right there. That's the Trevor Lawrence that we know. And, and we know he's there. We know he's capable. He's got the offensive weapons there. They finally clicked for me. And this Dallas team, is averaging 35.4 points per game since their bye week. 35.4. Wow. I mean, they're pl- offensively, this Dallas team is great. And I know the Dallas defense um, is very capable of slowing down this Jags team. But to me, this feels like a game that's kind of going to go back and forth quite a bit. Um, I think we're going to see Trevor Lawrence airing it out quite a bit. Um so I'm going over, and I don't know if this is the right or wrong side. To me, I think you can make a case for the under as well because of that Dallas defense and because of where we've seen that Jags defense, um, where they're capable of going. And also, I don't know if many people are willing to trust this Jags offense yet. Yes, they had a great week, but is it enough to completely flip the script on how you feel about their offense? I don't know. I feel pretty good about what I saw last week. So I'm going over 47 and a half. Jags versus Cowboys. I, I like a lot of points in this one. Are you fading or following? I'm following. I like it. A great point about what the Cowboys have done post post bye week. Not the same defense the last few no. weeks minus the Vikings game. So yeah, I, and this Jags offense, to your point, playing a lot better. Defense playing a lot worse. Why not make a little shootout in Jacksonville? Let's go. Love it. All right. What you got? All What's right. your last one? Let's see if I like it. Yeah, real quick. Last but not least. So I'm taking Titans plus three, fading my uh, toxic X again. But we know Chargers as favorites, Chargers as dogs, two different teams. Titans as favorites, Titans as dogs, two different teams. Historically, again, we'll, we'll continue to hammer it because it's a great talking point. But Vrabel as a dog, eating over 55% far and away. And they're on their first three-game losing streak live since 2018. Ooh. So Vrabel... Been coaching since then. Only one three-game losing streak. It's right here right now. They haven't, as a franchise, dropped four straight since 2015. So a prideful bunch and a team that comes in that completely stuck to the game plan last week that they should have. I backed them against the Jags. I lost. They ran Derrick Henry down their throats over 100 yards in the first half. They, he didn't touch the ball the second half. And when he gets over 120, this Titans team is 18-2. and two. So only their second loss with Henry going over that number versus a bottom five rush D and a top three run defense in Tennessee. So a team that runs the ball very well versus a team that can't stop the run. Chargers are giving up 147. Miami did not take advantage of that at all. But also a Chargers team that had six starters out Sunday night, Lib. Just McDaniel completely blew that game plan. I'm really pissed about it because obviously we lost. But 
looking at a coaching situation here. I, I lean Vrabel all day, and I just love the mismatch. And it's a streaky Chargers team. It's their first back-to-back -back win streak all season. So, uh, excuse me, outside of week four through six where they had a three-game win streak. They win, lose, win, lose. We're taking them off a win, and we're taking the Titans off three L's. Let's not forget, they're still eight and five, top three ATS in the league. This is an excellent cover Titans team. They always have been. You fade following Titans plus three at SoFi. I'm going to follow you, actually. I think that... Uh, Let's go. This, this, this chart... I had a terrible week. I had to dial in. I'm hoping I go at least no, three and two. We'll see. I like it. I think... This Chargers team is so poorly coached, in my opinion. They're oh just, yeah, it's, it's so bad, and I and I don't know if there's really any hope this season of them flipping that script and and changing things. So I'm gonna back the team that I think needs a get right spot a little bit more, which I think you can agree is is the Titans here, and and they're not used to this is this is not like them to be losing like this over and over and over again. So I think this is a really good get right spot for him. So I'm going to follow you. I like it a lot. I don't, I really don't think that I will bet the chargers one time for the rest of the year. Wow. I just, they're Ooh, just, baby. they're just one of those teams where when they're on, when Herbert is on, Oh my gosh. But when they're not, it's a snooze fest. I just, I don't, I, Ke I think Keenan Kobe Allen and Mike Williams were playing call of duty on, on a Wednesday night. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm just saying they're they're playing video games well you i don't know love what happens. it you know what happens it. when you play video games just ask kyler murray you don't perform well and your head's not in the right space we know that. hey you can do what you want in the off time i don't physically want to see yeah don't my finish my don't fantasy playoff wide receiver enjoying him watch right. film please i'm just please, kidding please, i'm just kidding please watch film and guess what if you're gonna play madden fine don't twitch stream it yeah <laughs> I don't want to see. Don't that. let us know you're playing, please. Right. right, do that on your own time in private, please. But no, I, I like it. it. I, I think um, minus Thursday night football. I think. I think. Yeah, we're, we're pretty. We got good synergy, around, which is either a really great thing or a really scary and bad. We'll have to. See. It's either way. It's a great tease for our our Sunday amp live stream. So we'll uh, we'll we'll get a little we'll get a little parlay uh, going. <laughs> we're we're due for yep. a win. Um, but yeah, we'll get out of here with a FanDuel ad here. Start the NFL week off right with NFL Same Game Parlay Insurance from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account, you'll get free bets back if your four-plus leg on Thursday night Same Game Parlay falls short by only one leg. NFL Same Game Parlay is the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. Of course, you can go spread money line total, combine player props of passing, receiving, rushing yards, touchdown scores. You got micro bets in there, first pass attempts completed or not. And now FanDuel is live in Maryland. So Marylanders, make sure to get in on the action with great offers just for you. However you want to play, you can bet the NFL on Thursday night with a same game parlay. Just sign up with promo code MONACO. If you don't already have an account, make every moment more with FanDuel an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The volume.